Welcome back to the podcast, friends. On this episode of the podcast, we are going to close out our mini-series tackling the Synergy Launch Method. And this week, we are going to talk about phase four. Phase four is all about the execution. So to all of my execution people out here, (laughs) all of my implementers, all of my action takers, all of my people who are very much in that execution of get it done, like this episode is your episode. (laughs) So let's dive into this. Welcome to Launching and Learning with me, the launch copy coach, Chelsea Wallace. This is the podcast where we answer the question, what does it really take to launch an offer online? High ticket coaching programs, six figure launches, eBooks, courses, digital products. We're here for all of it. All the things that come up when coaches, consultants, and service providers launch online. Let's dive in. In phase four, it is all about executing with flexibility, with ownership, and with intention. All right. So we spent the last three phases preparing. (laughs) We spent the last three phases planning. We now have our GPS, our roadmap. We know exactly what we're doing every single day from planning to execution of our launch. We have a really clear understanding of where our energy might take us and what the context for our energy is. And we also have a clear understanding of our numbers and exactly where we're going in terms of our goals, right? And how each of the actions in the calendar are actually going to get us there. And so we spent the last three phases, which is really kind of, if you do this the way that I do this, which this is the synergy launch method, so follow me. (laughs) This, the last three phases took about four weeks. And now we're going to the execution phase, which is about to take a while. It might take you a solid month to two months to actually, if you're launching for the first time, to actually build out the funnel, write all the copy, implement all the design, take care of all the tech, which PS, that's definitely something that I do for my clients. So feel free to hit me up on Instagram, but it might take you like a month to two months to actually build everything out, schedule everything, write all the content and copy that you need written. Like it might take you a full two months to do that, depending, I mean, even if you hire a team, if they're going to do it really, really well for you, it might take you one to two months, right? And then it comes launch time, which I typically recommend um, a month max. So like a week to two weeks for warm up, depending on where your, audi- your audience is. And then a week to two weeks for your main launch actions and doors open to doors close. All right. So that's the next. So we've spent one month planning and three months acting. So even just by me saying that, right? One month planning, strategizing, creating, and then three months actually implementing and working and getting ish done, you can already see, I just want to point out for a second here, that you can already see that the energy dynamic between those two phases is different. So so if you're like me and you are not an implementer, (laughs) it takes a lot to get you into action And you're still in the process of, you know, growing that muscle of shifting your energy into an implementation kind of energy, into a forward momentum moving kind of energy. And it's easier for you to be in a creative kind of energy like myself, then you already 
want to recognize that it's going to take more from you to execute than it is going to take to plan. For those of you who are implementers and like action takers, you already know that it's going to take more from you to create than it is going to plan. I mean, than it is to execute because that's who you are. You're in the execution, get ish done kind of energy. That's where you operate most of the time. All right. So this is these reasons, like for this exact reason, this is why we have an energy map. This is one of the main reasons why we have an energy map inside or um, Synergy Launch Calendar, Launch Playbook, is because we want to be really, really clear on how much energy it's going to take for us to do everything, and then have a plan for shifting our energy and refilling our energy when we know that it's going to demand more than what we typically have. So for example, again, going back to me, I know that I'm more of a strategic, planning, creative kind of person. I slip into that energy really, really easily. That's where I function like intuitively. And so in that one month that I'm spending going through phases one, two, and three of the Synergy Launch Method, I'm in a great place. I'm lovely. <laughs> I'm wonderful. I'm actually feeding my own energy off of the work that I'm doing because it's not draining to me to be in that space. But I'm going to spend the next three months in execution mode, right? And so that's going to take a lot from me. So in those cases, I have to, I must have a plan to take care of my energy. I must have a plan to one, run the energy checks that I need to run, two, shift my energy where I will need to shift my energy because I know I will need to shift my energy because at some point I'm going to get tired. I'm gonna move out of the okay, get ish done kind of energy into the okay we're tired we're, we don't want to be here anymore kind of energy so i have to have a plan to shift my energy from that place because that place will keep me in resistance or that place will lead to me spiraling into resistance so i have to i have to have a plan to shift my energy and i also have to have a plan to top off my energy the amount of energy that i'm going to have is going to be really really important here as well because three months in that space of getting ish done is depleting for me. I naturally know that it's depleting for me. And so I'm going to have to have a plan to top myself off. Week by week, day by day, month by month, how will I refill my own energy, right? And again, this is exactly what the launch playbook is for. This is everything that we do when we create the launch playbook. When I create the launch calendar with my clients, all of this stuff is already in there. So. I've spent the last month planning. Now I'm going into these three months of execution. What actually is the plan here? <laughs> what are we going to do? How will we move through this? Remember I said we're moving through this execution with flexibility, with ownership, and with intention. I want to tackle the intention first the in and, and flexibility, really, um, because those two things have everything to do with running the energy check. So when I talk about intention, I'm talking about being really clear on what I want from this launch, what I hope this launch will bring for me, and what I recognize this launch cannot bring for me. So what I'm talking about is I have um, what I like to call the Synergy Launch Journal. And if you want to learn more about that, I can talk more about that at the end. So stay tuned. But in that journal, I have prompts that kind of walk um, people through the process of recognizing, okay, 
what are my emotional and mental expectations of this launch? I'm going into this launch. What am I expecting out of it? How do I want to feel? And then really paying attention to, the, to whether or not the launch can actually give me that. Will it be able to give me the groundedness that I'm looking for? Maybe not. Maybe a launch cannot give me groundedness. But maybe what a launch can actually do is create space for me to sustain and maintain my own groundedness. So I have to find the groundedness within myself. And then I can create a launch that helps me to maintain that. Right. And so being aware of those kinds of desires and expectations going into a launch, 100% crucial because that helps you to approach the launch with intention. And then the other half of intention is really running the energy check. Like I've said (laughs) that phrase so often now um, on this podcast, but honestly, it makes a difference when you run the energy check and running the energy check is running the energy check is really, really about intention because at that point you are being very deliberate about paying attention to prioritizing, preserving and honoring your energy. This is why we run an energy check because we want to be deliberate and aware of exactly where we're at. And this is where the flexibility comes in as well is because in running the energy check, you can pay attention to where you're at and adjust accordingly, right? So you will go into your launch with one goal and might have to adjust that goal. You might go into your launch with a particular expectation and might have to adjust that expectation. And when we talk about goals and expectations, I don't want you to think that it will always be that you have to decrease your goal or to decrease your um, expectation. And when I say decrease, what I really mean is um, numerically decrease, obviously, but also shift your expectation to something that you didn't actually want and it's less than what you want. It doesn't necessarily always mean that. It can mean that you shift it to more than what you intended or more than what you actually wanted. And I covered that scenario in the last episode of the podcast. So you can go back and listen to that if you would like. But that flexibility, running the energy check is like the door that you walk through into the room of flexibility. If you want to think about it that way, right? Because running the energy check lets you know exactly where you're at. And so you can then say, okay, how do I need to shift? Because you will always need to shift. There is always a shift that will need to happen one way or another. Life life is like that. <laughs> it's not just launches that are like that. Life is like that. And so you will have to recognize, okay, how am I going to shift? You have to answer that question at some point in your launch. And so running the energy check, operating with that intention, that deliberateness, right, enables you to be flexible because you can then answer that question of how I need to shift, how do I need to move, what do I need to do differently, etc. right? How do I need to shift my energy? How do I need to top off my energy? All of that jazz. And then when we talk about ownership, what we're really talking about when we discuss ownership and when I say executing with ownership is you being responsible for what you create. So if, and and you being responsible for your energy, because the fact of the matter is, y'all, we as human beings operate within the path of least resistance. We always do. So whatever our habits are, 
whatever our um, cultures are, whatever our routines are, we will gravitate towards those things because we operate within the path of least resistance. And as entrepreneurs, it's also really easy for us to do that because when we don't operate with routines and um, with traditions and habits and stuff like that, we can end up with decision fatigue, right? We can end up having to make a ton of decisions and that causes decision fatigue. So it's much easier for us to operate in within those routines and those patterns and habits. And those habits become the path of these resistance because they are easier for us to live within and inhabit and operate within, right? So we naturally gravitate to what carries the least resistance for us. But we have a choice. We can choose to step outside that path of least resistance. We can choose differently. Okay. And so example of what I'm talking about. I'm running a launch. It's not going the way that I wanted. I'm not hitting my numbers. My energy has shifted from excited to frustrated and my like the amount of energy I have has shifted from a nine to a four. All right. So I got hit. I'm not in a great place anymore. I have a choice in this moment. This is what ownership looks like. This is what ownership looks like. I have a choice in this moment. I can choose to be, to stay in that energy, to stay in that place where I don't have a lot of energy. I'm at a four to stay in that place of frustration, and as a matter of fact, to spiral from that frustration into disappointment and sadness and lack of motivation and questioning, doubting, I, I, and spiraling to a place where I'm actually not even, I think I need to stop this launch. I need to stop talking about this offer. Like, this is not going to do well. Nobody's going to buy this. Let's just stop. And then the launch is what? There is no launch anymore right? The launch faded into oblivion because I took the path of least resistance. And I'm sharing this from experience because I've done this before. And on a regular day-to-day basis, (laughs) I have to remind myself that I have a choice. I have a choice to either move within that path, to move within that routine and that pattern of least resistance, or to run the energy check and to say, okay, this is where I'm at actually. Am I going to stay here or no? And if I'm not going to stay here, what am I, what kind of resistance am I releasing? And what what am I surrendering to? Right? Because the surrender is what enables you to move forward. The surrender is what enables you to step out of the place of frustration and into another place that's going to take you toward your goal instead of keep, keep you where you are or keep you away from your goal, okay? So that's what ownership looks like. Intention, flexibility, and then saying, okay, this my energy is my responsibility. What I create in this launch is my responsibility. The book stops with me, right? I am the one who owns this. And so I have a choice to either go down the path of least resistance, which for most of us looks like hardcore resistance, (laughs) looks like staying, getting stuck or moving backwards away from our goals, 
right? Because personally, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, personally for me, this looks like checking out and watching TV, reading books, watching movies, and doing that for like two, three, four, five days straight and spiraling, like massive, massive avoidance and resistance, right? So I have a choice with my energy. If my launch is not doing what I want it to do, right? I get to say, okay, what is my energy going to do in response to this? I get to feel my feels, be exactly where I am, run the energy check, and then say, okay, now I get to shift. That's what ownership looks like. Ownership looks like deciding to shift and owning that shift and making it for yourself. Not saying, oh, the launch is doing this. I don't have the energy anymore. Like the whining and the complaining is not ownership. And I don't mean to hit anybody too hard. I don't mean to sound like I'm judging anybody because as I said, I have my own path of least resistance. We each have our own paths of least resistance. Some of those pathways of least resistance are actually productive. And some of them keep us moving forward, right? And keep us going towards our goals. For example, I have a morning routine and it's not hard for me now. <laughs> like it keeps me productive. It keeps me grounded in my day. It steadies me. It welcomes me into the, into the day. Like my morning routine is amazing. I love my morning routine. However, when I get triggered, my other path of this resistance is not productive towards moving to where I want to go. It's actually keeping me from where I want to go. And we have to recognize that there's a balance between feeling your feelings and then releasing them and stepping into where you need to be. And don't get me wrong, like I've said this before, resistance is the path too right? Like no matter how long you spend in resistance, you are still on the path because you always have the opportunity to step out of resistance into surrender. And surrender, PSL surrender is actually feeling all the feels. Surrender is the process of feeling the feels, accepting exactly where you're at and acknowledging where you want to go. And then saying, okay, what shift do I need to make to get there? And oftentimes it's literally an internal where like where you're placing your focus and your energy because for me I know that when I get in resistance I can place my focus and my energy on the overwhelm and on the stress on the to-do list like to-do list to-do lists are a trigger for me okay <laughs> remember I said I'm a creative planning strategic person I'm not an execution energy person so to-do lists are a struggle bus for me they trigger me hard and if my to-do list is way too long your girl is triggered and your girl can go to the path of least resistance, which is the spiral. This is the spiral of avoidance for me. This is the book movie TV combo for me. <laughs> this is the food combo for me. This is the avoiding work combo for me. Right. And so what can end up happening in those cases is I am focusing so much on the to-do list. I'm not seeing anything else. And of course, it becomes like what you focus on becomes magnified in your mind, obviously. And so in those cases, oftentimes surrender for me looks like one, recognizing I am overwhelmed. I am overwhelmed. I am in resistance. I am in avoidance. This is where I'm at. Two, forgiving myself for it. That's what the surrender is for me. The surrender is to forgive myself for the avoidance because I know that avoidance is not where I want to be. <laughs> and I know that it's also not healthy for me, like mentally and emotionally, the kind of avoidance that I end up 
engaging in in the past. I have ended up engaging in in the past because this is something that I continuously work on. Um, has not been healthy for me. So I know that that's not a place that I want to stay in personally, right? And so I need to forgive myself for ending up there in the first place <laughs> instead of cussing myself out because the cussing myself out will make me stay there. And then <laughs> in forgiving myself, I have to say, okay, this is where I'm at. And this is where I want to be. How do I get there? And literally at that point, it's a shifting of focus that needs to happen. I need to shift my focus from my to-do list to the fact that I know I have everything I need to complete this to-do list. Why? Because that's who I am. That's what the Lord has blessed me with. He has given me every single thing I need for life and godliness. He would not call me to something that I would not be able to walk out and fulfill. And I will not get on the pulpit right now and start preaching Jesus at you, but this is who I am. And so I, in those moments, I, I can shift my focus from my to-do list to the truth about my capability and magnify that in my mind. And my energy naturally follows my focus, personally for me. Y'all have to pay attention to your own energy patterns. But for me, my energy naturally follows my focus. And so when I shift my focus, when I surrender, forgive myself, and then shift my focus, immediately my energy shifts. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a brand new place. Okay. And then I can attend to actually topping off the amount of energy I have. And my rejuvenating activities then are not unhealthy. So the books, the movies, the TV are actually also rejuvenating activities, but the context within which I use them can be healthy or unhealthy for me. And so now that I'm in a new energy, I can go read a book and top up my energy, right? I can increase the amount of it that I have. So long story short, that was a bit of a longer spiel, but I wanted to explain to you exactly what ownership looks like, exactly what I mean when I say that we as entrepreneurs have a choice in what we do and where we go and, and the patterns that we follow. And when we own that choice, is when we can actually be flexible and is when we can actually move toward our goals instead of allowing disappointment or confusion or stress or overwhelm or failure, all of which are triggers to hold us back from our goals because we will always be triggered. Life is full of triggers. <laughs> okay, unfortunately, I've come, I'm laughing and I don't even know, like it's not even funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but Unfortunately, I've come to realize life is full of triggers and trauma. The question is, will we own our own responses? Will we take responsibility for how we respond and allow ourselves to step into growth out of those triggers and out of that trauma or not? And it's super easy to say it. It's super easy for me to stay here and preach at you on a podcast. It's so much harder for me to go out and live this stuff, right? But this is how we grow. This is how we, we become the people that we want to be. This is how we reach and grow our businesses with the impact and the income that we desire. Okay? So this is phase four of the Synergy Launch Method. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope me spelling out the entire Synergy Launch Method for you made you either recognize some things that you might want to add to your own launches or made you recognize, Chelsea, I need the Synergy Launch Method like yesterday. <laughs>
if it has made you recognize that you want this, then I am super excited to let you know that I have three spots open to work with me one-on-one to launch your group program and to work with me in the next month. So if you are a high-ticket coach, right, and you have a group program that you want to be launching in the next three to four months, and that group program is anywhere from 2K and above in terms of investment, and then also if you're thinking of anywhere from 25K to 100K in terms of your launch revenue, and you're like, Chelsea, the Synergy Launch Method is it for me. Like, this sounds like exactly what I need because I want to be profitable, but I don't want the burnout that comes with it. If that's where you are, if you check all of those boxes that I just mentioned, then working one-on-one with me is going to be perfect for you, all right? So all you have to do is reach out to me on Instagram, DM me at the Launch Copy Coach on Instagram, and we can have that conversation to see if you really are the best fit for the Synergy Launch Method for this process working with me one-on-one, all right? I can't wait to have that conversation with you. DM me if you have any questions at all or with any feedback on this episode. And I will see you in the next one.